0: This is Surface Thinking with Blackie Chad, and I'm so excited to have a special, special guest in here today. Uh, My OG, Triple O Triple, who is one of the people that I look up to, that I can call and talk about anything. Um, And we met at uh, Radio One when I was an intern, and he was the, the promotions guy over there, handling the business out there in the streets, part of the street team. Uh, give it up for Car, y'all. What's up? Thank you for being here, bro. Um, I'm glad I finally made it. Yeah, man. it's It's been long overdue. So, I really need you to give me the exact terminology of who you are because I call you a relationship guru. So, I don't have an exact terminology.
1: Okay. Um, excuse me uh, for people that are listening, but I'm just getting over a little cold, so uh, I'm a little, uh, uh, uh... Under the weather. Yeah. But anyway, um you know, I always just say I'm Kevin, right? And so, um, when people ask me what I do, I tell them that I'm an author, mm-hmm. uh, speaker, I release content, uh, pretty much all things dating. Okay. Um, in terms of a specific title, I mean, I just never label myself, because I just don't, I believe I'm more than one thing. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that's that. And so, you pretty, I love people who can call me what they, what they want. I mean, if they call me something
0: I don't like, you know, I correct them, but, uh, you know that's that yeah so uh, I did a couple of events with you one time one time I did some video work for you at this uh, woman's speaking engagement yeah mm-hmm. and I saw you on the stage and the way that you got on the stage because I know you personally and we kick it go to bars and different like that. Yeah. so when you get on that stage you like snap into this it's not fabricated, but it's just real. But it's just like when you get up there, it's like a guy saying, like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And mm-hmm. not to put you just in a box. But the stuff that you were saying up there, you had women clapping, snapping, yes. After you got off the stage, people wanted to get hugs and pictures. What do you, like, how do you feel being up there on that stage? Uh, I feel like it's just like if you're doing something that you feel like. You, I feel like I'm what I'm doing
1: um is what i was born to do okay. right? i feel like i'm doing what i'm gifted at mm-hmm. uh and what i'm supposed to do and so for me uh when i'm creating content when i'm writing or especially when i'm on stage it's probably the only place where i am where i'm not anywhere but in the moment right um and so it's just natural for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um you know i started i kind of got into writing into doing what i'm doing now Uh, from music. I did music when I was a kid, and so I've always kind of been like a um, a performer, so to speak, for lack of better words. And so it's just kind of a natural extension of kind of who I am when I'm on stage. You know, I'm naturally bubbly people. I want to talk. I want to laugh. I want to have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just kind of who I am. And so anything that I do, I try to uh, make sure my
0: personality is is, um, in line with that. Okay, so this show is surface thinking. So I've been crucified by some of my people that watch, I mean, listen to the show. They say that I, I tap dance a little bit. So I got to get straight into the nitty gritty because I know how effective you can be when you speak. Why are there so many single women out here? Uh, hey, Lee. Uh, Lee
1: um, she said hi a lot, so I was saying hi back. Okay, so. Okay. Um, why are there so many single women? Yes. I, what
0: do you mean? I mean I mean, all right, so let me put this in perspective. I, I I mean, even though I talk I talk to a lot of people too, and a lot of women struggle finding men that fit them. Either the guy that they want has another family or he's not who he's supposed to be, or he's a oh, that guy ain't, that ain't the guy that they want what? or should sure want. Right, for okay. sure. All right. But why does it seem like the pickings are slim for the ideal guy that a lot of these single women want? Well I don't I don't, I think i don't think in general
1: we speaking in generalities right? right so i don't think in general that the picking are we talking about women in general are we talking about black women we're we, we? We talking about i mean i uh, women just women we, in we, general. we're talking about black women we're talking about black women. yeah okay so a lot of that dynamic you got to go to just what we experience as a race overall, right? In terms of, just in general, you go from slavery, then you go to Jim Crow, mm-hmm. right? So there's already a war on our culture for sure. from the time we arrived in this country. Mm-hmm. Then you talk about Jim Crow, you're talking about all the black men are incarcerated, or in jail, mm-hmm. or not eligible bachelors for whatever reason. So then the pie is already slim in general. For sure. So that's just kind of a general thing. And outside of that, I ter- in terms of dating, in general, I feel like we date as a culture in America, as we, we date like we're consumers. Okay. And so what I mean is that it's just like we go to the store. We're looking for a house or an apartment or we're looking for a car. I want this model. I want it to have this color. Mm-hmm. I want it to feel like this. I want it to have this sound system. Mm-hmm. And so we go shopping, but we already have all these filters that we have um but in terms of relationships we apply the same way of thinking in many cases right so it's like okay i'm looking for this type of guy or i'm looking for this type of woman okay i want him to look like this Mm -hmm. i want him to make this amount of money Mm -hmm. i want him to live in this type of place and so before we even meet before we even agree to have a conversation with somebody or agree to go on a
0: date with them we already have these filters up so I mean, is that wrong to have standards like that these are my standards, and this is what I'm not going to break for. Is that the same thing or no? That's not the same thing because a standard is, is how you want to be treated right What you want your
1: relationship to look like okay That's different, okay right but in terms of when, you, when we filter in people based off of solely does she look do they look like this? do they do, they do this? Do they have that? mind, we're not talking about relationships we're talking about just engaging with people, okay and so a lot of times we disregard good prospects just by the filters that we place in the beginning hmm and most people aren't as flexible as they should be in terms of meeting people we talk about dating so we talk about engaging people mm. you so you can't find you can't find for lack of a better word like I don't believe in the one but you can't find one unless you dive in the crowd first
0: okay So, you're saying you set yourself up for failure having this idea of somebody you want before you even engage with them.
1: I think it's fine. You think you should have an idea of of the type of person that works for you Mm -hmm. that's different. But in terms of that type, that person may come in a different package. Mm -hmm. They might might come in a package that you necessarily weren't looking for. And so, the people that have the best results when it comes to dating are flexible. They're open. Mm -hmm in terms of new experiences they open they just want to
0: make connections okay and out of those connections that's how you find what you're looking for so how do you know when you're ready to date because you know you was in a past relationship that didn't work you could have just had children you could have um been focusing on yourself when do you know that you're ready to be able to be open to engage
1: i mean i think it takes a little self-work right Um, some people are dating and you like you said like we have we are carrying baggage from previous relationships So we're carrying baggage from people that hurt us in the past or whatever may have happened mm-hmm. And so I think a, a few things have to be present in your life for you to really be able to say Okay, I'm ready to be open for somebody else, right? And that's one to be able to know exactly what it is what you want. Because mm-hmm. we're all at different spaces at different times. So maybe, okay, you want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You want to be in a committed relationship. Great, that's one. Okay, what works for you? Mm-hmm. What you? Can you identify what your values are? Like what are, what's important to you? Mm-hmm. What are the things that make you happy outside of anybody else? Okay. Because a lot of times when we when we date, we like I saw this, uh, it was online. Uh, what was it me more than IG and it was like, um, I bring my fifty percent, and you bring your fifty percent, and then together we hold. No, that's wrong. Okay, you, you fifty percent. You had a deficit. <laughs> I mean, that ain't, right. that don't even make, that's not even proper math. Right. Don't make sense. Right, you already had an F. You already had a so now. But it's the problem we date. We sometimes when we date, we're looking for people to kind of fulfill voids that we gotta already have filled before we include someone else in our life. For sure. And so we date and at a deficit sometimes. <clears throat> and so it's important to be self-aware enough to know kinda of exactly where I am to be able to articulate
0: that to somebody else at the same time. So when you say articulate that to some time to somebody, I have my thoughts of like I don't believe that you should tell somebody what you want. What do you mean? So one, one second, I hate to cut you off the Tanya made
1: a tiny, comment. Uh, in, in terms of when we talk about filters, okay. Uh, so she disagreed. She said she should have filters as to what works for her.
0: Right.
1: Absolutely. And you should have. That's you know that's you, you should absolutely should know what works for you, and what it is that you're looking for, the type of person that works for you, and the type of relationship you want to be in. Mm-hmm. But when I'm speaking about filters, I mean, but those are the filters that you're supposed to have. Right. Those are your values. Right. Or your non-negotiables. But in terms of when you just meeting strangers off the street, in terms of hey, I need you to be this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with the things that that really matter in life. So you're talking that's in- you talking
0: about you got to have the right interior, the exteriors later. Correct. Okay. So we all grow, and I believe to get back to my old question, but I believe that like. You can be a certain type of person or like, let's just say you were somebody for seven years and it just didn't work. Maybe he did you bad or she did you wrong and it just didn't work. I don't feel like you should be mad at that person because I feel like at some point we grow apart and maybe they build you to be for who you're supposed to be. I think people are in your life for certain times and that's what they're supposed to be. But as you grow, you're saying that you need filters, but sometimes you have to grow and learn new filters. Right, absolutely, life is about evolution, so can you always so you're so so is it safe to say between leaving or being away from this person, you need to get back to oneself first to reevaluate to figure out what your new filters are because they have changed over seven years. You don't even wear the same clothes, you don't go out to the same places when you like like when you were like in a relationship and now you're single, you don't even like the same thing, so now you got to grow and figure out what your new filters are before you can even date again I mean, it's just about i'm i'm not the same person today that i was 30 days ago okay
1: right i'm i'm not the same person today that i was six months ago and that's that's how life should be right Mm -hmm. the onus is on you is on me to be able to know where i am at that at any given moment
0: okay
1: you see what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's not about that life is about change so you should change but it's just knowing hey i feel Every day we live and we have these different experiences, it affects our perspective. It changes the way we look at life Mm -hmm. as it should, and it's just about being aware of that in the moment, and also being able to articulate that to the people that you're engaging with.
0: So this man or this woman has uh, went through whatever trials and tribulations. They got to a point where they've worked on themselves, they understand themselves, and they're ready to date i've always talked to you about dating practices what are great or good dating practices when you are eligible to date
1: well the number one thing is you know i think that many of us aren't um intentional when it comes to dating okay right? and so and, and in many respects we aren't taught that we just taught you know this person was nice they look good we have chemistry let's kick it
0: right
1: and which is cool but a lot of times we end up hurt because of that, because we end we, we put ourselves in environments and, and situations with people that aren't ultimately what we want. Mm-hmm. And so we end up six months, eight months down the line, like, wait a minute, I really don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. so But we got to start intentionally. So it's just basic, basically knowing what it is you want. Like I think the biggest mis- misconception that we have about dating is that everybody has to kind of be at the same place okay it's not that it's just about knowing where you are Mm -hmm. what do you what do you want Mm -hmm. do you want to get married at some point do you want to have children okay do you want so so okay do you want that okay that's a filter Mm -hmm. like that's a that's a that's a goalpost Mm -hmm. all right so that's what we want all right now you you might not be ready to get married right now that might be three four five years down the line okay but do you want to start to go in that direction okay so now, you that means you want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So now, as you are engaging with people, you already know what you want. So as you engage in, you kind of can figure out, this person fits me. This person, this person doesn't. Mm-hmm. We, we want different things. Or this person isn't able to articulate what they want.
0: Hmm. That makes sense. I, I agree with that. That makes sense. It's a, it's, a, it's just like, if you, if you get in an Uber, you... You you like a- so telling people what you want, how you want to be taught. I mean, not how you want to be taught, but what you want, what you're looking for. How do you eliminate falling in love with or f- falling in love with the representative? Because I always say that women and men shouldn't tell somebody what they want or give them the keys to the car without. Realizing if they can financially put gas in it because I want to be married I want to do this I want to do that the person the opposing person can say I want the same things just to get what they want out of it
1: yeah I mean knowing what you want isn't always it really has nothing to do with the other person it's just that when you know what you want when you know you know as you engage with people you can pick up things and have transparent conversations now sometimes you gotta just tell people look this is something that I want to do in life Oh man, I want to marry you. <laughs> right. But yeah, I want to get married at some point. All right.
0: Mm. You see what I mean? But I mean, just I mean, we as men can be charismatic, right? Okay. We, we can be very, uh, uh, yeah, manipulative and different things like that. Yeah. So sometimes it's just really hard to read. Like if a woman is like, you know. Yeah, but you know what? You can't
1: hide. You can't fake. You can't fake your values. Like those, you cannot fake those. You can. Yeah, I want the same thing too, baby. Yep, sure do. But guess what? Over as you allow time mm-hmm. to go and as you engage
0: with people, people always show it who they are. Yeah, but they might show that two years later after you already hooked and in love. What do you mean? Prime example. Let's just, let's just put this dating opportunity. She says, I wanna be with somebody who. Who 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 wants to love me? And you give basically you giving somebody the cheat sheet to how to love you exactly. So he takes that sheet home, studies it, and then does everything that she wants just to get what he wants out of the deal. And by that time, he's telling you all the sweet nothings. He's telling you all of these things, or she's doing these things, and she gets what she wants, or he gets what he wants. And by that time, the the opposing person has already fell in love with you. So you've actually fell in love with somebody posing an imposter who's posing to be what you really want, but he just wanted to smash or she just wanted your money. Yeah, but listen to what you're saying. You're saying, you're telling this person, I
1: wanna be treated this way, I want this, I want that, right? Mm-hmm. And this person is putting on their best foot forward so they can kind of get what they want out of the situation, right? All right, All right. but you, 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 if you fall in love with that, that's on you, because this is the thing, you're not falling, the relationships are about reciprocity, they're about consistency. They're about honesty they're about loyalty and those things can't be faked
0: mm.
1: now it might take you three to four months down the line but that's why dating is supposed to be a process
0: okay
1: it's your, it was dating gathering data getting to know people, Mm. watching, looking, what is this person's habits? Are there any red flags? Are there any patterns that don't work for me? Mm. It's not about judging people or trying to figure out if a person is good or bad, but it's about finding out if this person is a good fit for my lifestyle and the lifestyle that I desire to live. I
0: just just feel like I can recognize it. I feel like you can recognize it, but Men and women can smell weakness. You can smell somebody that you can manipulate. You can smell people who, who, who don't really... Ha- if somebody's coming from a relationship and they haven't fully uh, got themselves accustomed to being by themselves and they're hurt by what happened last time, they just move over to the next person with all of those gaps and holes that you said and they're just waiting for somebody else to fill them. So you basically adopt somebody else's life and a guy or a woman sometimes knows the power that they have over the situation and it's basically easy pickings at that point yeah but what do you ask asking it's easy for me and you I think that it's more difficult than how you're making it seem because it's, listen it's, it's challenging to um it's
1: it's not easy to find people that fit your life right like I've been my last relationship if I'm being honest I, one, I should have never been in it, and two, I had the opportunity to not be in it had I not overlooked red flags. Okay. And so, again, people always reveal who they are to realize that the people that we allow ourselves to uh, become attached to, Mm -hmm. that's the most important decision that we really can ever make in life. Because who we date, influences our habits it influences our diet not just what we eat but what we what we ingest spiritually and mentally and if it, it impacts all of those things and so if we're not careful we can we can attach ourselves to people that for whatever reason whether it's malicious or not just aren't good for our lives mm-hmm. and so it's important again that we are very intentional in the very beginning mm-hmm. and that intentionality starts with not just knowing what you want in terms of oh I want a house I want three kids mm. no just knowing like what does your daily lifestyle look like mm.
0: the,
1: and what what do you want that to look like three years five years from now again it could change but what does that look like okay does this person fit that mm. do we share the same core values like is a, is a success what what is success to me and do we even look at that the same
0: okay
1: how do we look at money. Like, all those things we have to be able to ask and answer ourselves before we even attach ourselves to somebody else. And when we can do that, we have a, the, the potential for us to make better decisions is greater. Hmm.
0: Uh, I think that, like, a lot of us get in relationships also or, or go into dating or, or try our dating practices and we eliminate one of the most important things that, we, that should be incorporated in anything. And as religion, how do you feel like, do you feel like religion is prevalent in how people date or is not, like, what do you feel about religion and dating? Well, I think you,
1: as an individual, um, it's each individual's responsibility to decide how they're how they necessarily going to live their life. And okay. so, um, religion, I mean, like religion, politics, money, these are all huge, can be huge obstacles or deals when it comes to dating. And So, yeah, like, you got to know, all right, what do you believe? Are you Muslim? Or are you a Christian? Or are you this? Are you that? Okay, is that your belief? Now, how does that belief factor into your day-to-day life? Okay. If you got to be able to answer that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So now that's a filter. But in terms of engaging with people, but you got to be able to answer that question. It's just like people ask me all the time. You know, when should I? How long should I wait before I have sex mm-hmm. with somebody? Why are you asking me?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's your body. Right. How do you value sex, and how important is it to you? Hey, you got each of us. I know how I feel about sex. You have to decide the type of decision that you want to make with your body, with all of those things. Right. Like these are questions you have to answer before you involve somebody else in your life.
0: Right. So dating, now I have to ask you because, of course, we can hypothetical everything, her and him. So what's your initial intention? When you're looking for companionship. What do you mean? Like, what's your initial intention when you see a woman that you like? It depends on where I'm in life.
1: Okay. So there are times where my last relationship, like I was ready to be with one person. I was ready to be in a um committed relationship. Okay. So that was my intention. Okay. So now yeah, that don't mean I'm I didn't meet um like the young lady and we didn't just get right into a relationship we still went through the process of dating she dated other people i you know we were honest we weren't exclusive we went through a whole process but i went through that intentionally because i wanted to be at a certain place for sure then there were other times where i i don't want to be in a relationship okay and so i think the the big thing is that you know we'll we feel like people are supposed to date us how we want them to date us that's not true see that, like you, see don't, that again. I, you don't you don't if, if I meet you on the street
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't I don't owe you to to feel about you or to want what you want
0: hmm
1: I don't owe you that you, I, what I owe you is and, and what I should be able to do is to be able to be self-aware enough to know exactly where I am in life and what I'm looking for and to get into articulate that to you okay and not hide or not lie and just tell you hey this is where I am and this is this is what I'm looking for
0: okay so if you ask me and this is something that i always wonder is it a bad thing to uh, initially your intention how can I do say naturally like if you go outside you go to a bar you goes the first thing that you grab is the eyesight of what the person looks like that's the first thing that attracts you yeah. so of course looking at a woman with a banging body of course initially you're not thinking i want to spend the rest of my life with this woman you like what that mouth do is that a bad thing I don't know I don't know what you necessarily thinking that (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest because like if you see a woman you're talking about yourself no no, I'm not I'm just yeah for sure I'm I'm being honest I'm being honest so like if I see a woman I'm like god damn her ass fat god damn she's beautiful got beautiful lips so the only thing that I can really say about a person before I know them is what they look like and how that makes me attract to them yeah, I mean yeah, I can't see your mind from across the room exactly so that's why dating is important because regardless if a person looks good you have to go through that process and you said me and my a uh, 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 girl of yours were dating and y'all wasn't exclusive explain how that goes because everybody gets dating misconstrued when it comes to that like dating is courting and figuring a person out and then you decide later on if you guys are going to take each other serious or she's allowed to uh, just explain I'm sorry like this, is a, this is a dating is a dual process right mm-hmm. and the first part of that process
1: is finding and we don't in large part as, as mm-hmm. a general gener, general what's the word general Gen- generalization yeah. yeah some some words just don't work well with me it's too, it's too many breakdowns that, and then stretch i can't I always mess it up stretch yeah it sounds like i got dy- dyslexia when i try to say here stretch um All yeah right. i can never say that anyway um dating is a process right in the first part of that process is finding someone that we feel like deserves our exclusive attention, right? Okay. That's a corporate thing. That means we're meeting, we're engaging people, we're we're out, we're going on dates. Okay. Now, that, that, that might not mean you're out every night with a different person on a date. Okay. But sometimes it might mean that. Right. You know, again, we're going through a process. The latter part of that process is, okay, now can I build a life with this person? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of 2 kind of twofold there. And so a lot of times what we do is we meet people, we go out, we have like two, three great dates, and it's like, okay, cool, it's the only person I'm going to hang out with. Right. That's not dating. That's a relationship. Right, for sure. And so why? Because it's just like if, if I own a uh, – if you own a Fortune 500 company,
0: for sure.
1: I come to you and I say, hey, I'm, I'm applying for a job, and I get an interview. Mm-hmm. I come in, it's the best interview you've had in years guess what you still got another candidate then coming in for an interview they kill you with that like oh we're yeah. gonna go through the rest
0: of our candidates Absolute. and we'll get back
1: to you and guess what they're gonna call you in for a second interview might be with a panel this time
0: mm.
1: right okay cool then you do that now guess what else we're gonna do we're gonna check your background we're gonna check your reference right we do all that why wouldn't we do the same thing for your heart mm. and for your life You because so it's not about you know it's not necessarily about um, it's just you're trying to find the best fit for your life and that takes a process and it does take you um engage you with multiple pe- multiple people at times.
0: Mm. So give me a backstory on Kev Carr how we got to this point where you've specialized if I might say in dating and where you took serious to that. So um cuz I remember the story but I just want everybody else listening yeah, to it. Yeah,
1: it um 2000 2000-
0: I'm telling my age,
1: <laughs> <laughs> 2005, I believe. Uh, my uh, cousin was nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. and I was taking her to the hospital to get her labor induced. And on the way to the hospital, I'm like, "Well, you know, I mean, it's my this is my first cousin. I love her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, this is my ace. But why am I taking you to the hospital?" Heavy, um, heavy question. And so, you know, long story short, she hadn't. Talked to the guy in like two, three weeks. He was a dirtbag. Like he was, he was a dirtbag. But the crazy thing is she already had a kid by him. So she already knew that. Mm. And so I used to work in finance at the time and I went to work and I was talking to a friend of mine and I was, you know, going back and forth. And I was like, you know, I, it's hard, it's, it's hard to. Unattach yourself from people. It's it's challenging Mm -hmm. like especially people that you like and you've been in a relationship with and you've built a life with It's hard to break those attachments, but when you allow somebody and again Sometimes we can't help who we meet so sometimes people will Violate us in certain ways Mm -hmm. Well, excuse me when you allow somebody to mistreat you and violate you violate you continually at that point point. You got a responsibility in that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i was talking to a friend of mine she was like no should write a book and i was like mm. and i went back to my desk and wrote the introduction okay um, and so but i didn't quite know i didn't, I didn't know what i was doing so my first book was called uh if all men are dogs then when Do you hold the leash mm. um and what i did was i did like um all these surveys and i asked like general questions have you ever been about with a man you thought that like was a dog or have you ever did, have you ever stayed with one? Why'd you stay? And I emailed the survey to pretty much. I mean, I don't. I don't know how many, but as many women as I can email it to. And then from their answers is how I created the first book. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, I didn't put the book out to like twenty. I didn't. I didn't know it would be like. I just was like, all right, this is something I'm gonna do at some point in life. I put the book out in like 2012, beginning of 2012. Uh, then after I put the book out, it was after Steve Harvey's book, so it was after um, Think Like a Man. Right. So I put the book out, and it was like, oh, this is young guy, um, bald head, He's talking <laughs> about relationships. He's like the new Steve Harvey. I feel like you had
0: braids on the first cover. <laughs> no,
1: no, I had, I had hair on the first cover, but you can't see because the. the I had hair on the first cover, but you can't see because the background is black, right. so I blend in. Right. <laughs> um, so, I had hair when I took the, the initial picture, but by the time I put the book out, the hair was gone. Okay. <laughs> it stressed it was, you out. It was like stage four cancer. It, that stuff <laughs> killed me in like a week. Um, anyway, um, put the book out and people was like, I was like, well, that's not really who I am. Hmm. Um, and so, I start doing events. I was doing like a lot of events, events in Philly, and then from doing events and then I started writing for Essence, I realized relationships are relative. Okay. What works for yours might not work for mine, what works for theirs might, might not work for somebody else's. But uh, the way to make good connections and to build healthy relationships, um, you know, even platonic, it's just there's some definite things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that dating was more of my space Um, you know, the process of meeting, engaging, trying to find the right fit, I realized that that was more of my niche and then kind of just evolved from there.
0: Right. So, it's a lot of questions on here that people are asking, but um, successful women trying to forego on their careers, I've I've had some friends who struggle with weighing the two. Is, Is there... A rubric on how to weigh the two of trying to date but really wanting to focus because ideally you can have a person who wants this career mm-hmm. whether entrepreneurial or whatever and you know they're focused on it that and that's been their dream then so long later they want a relationship and then they find out that the relationship doesn't seem conducive to them you know following their dreams so it's like what do you do in those situations? Well I just
1: like, I do believe that you know, there are times or seasons in life where you have to focus on one thing to kind of get to a certain place. Okay. Um, but I also believe that you can do more than one thing at the same time. Like I gotta ride a bike and chew gum. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like sometimes we do ourselves a disservice because while we're building one thing, we close ourselves off to the other. Okay. Um, and even guys I feel like I feel like men, in my experience, do this. Um, Men that I've come across do this more than women, in that we feel like, oh, I got to be here career-wise, or or have this amount of money before I get into a relationship, or or I can't, I won't be as focused on my grind if I if I'm in a relationship. That's not true. Actually, you're more focused because you're not, you, the chase is not there no more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so um, I think you can do more than one thing. I think that I think that you know you can build a life the life that you want and still involve somebody else, the right person. Okay. Because the right person is, what we're talking about uh, a person that fits your lifestyle in your life. So the right person is going to come along is, is not going to weigh you down and hold you back.
0: All right, now, speaking of right person, it's very hard to teach that to young women or young men when three, four, five people... That they've been dating or the last couple relationships Or the last couple people that they were dating Because now we really, Kevcar has made it obvious That we have to say dating and being in a relationship Because we have conjoined the two And they're not Dating is totally different than being in a relationship But it's hard for women and men to say um, to, be in a, to be dating three, four, five people at a time Or over a time period And they're all becoming the same thing so it's like the relationships are the same they all want the same things it's kind of hard for women to believe or men to believe that the person that they want to be with is right around the corner so how do you court and like I've been in North Philly this is where all the bad guys is it's not like it's a Ruby to say oh go go to South Philly that's where all the good guys is it's kind of hard to find that so how do you it's hard I mean it's devastating for people to do what to find a person that's right for them if you had it's very discouraging for somebody to talk to three guys at three different time periods and they're not the right guy they just seem like they're all the same
1: but you know dating is the only the only subject we do that with like i don't if i meet like when we first met mm-hmm. i really mean, look at each other like oh are we, we going to be best friends forever no we met we was cool let's hang out right and figure it out right but we only do that with dating it only takes one Remember, you you you're trying to build a life with one person. Mm-hmm. So what doesn't matter that the, the last five didn't work. It only takes one person.
0: You're trying to find the right fit. But everybody, people don't want to wait. People don't want to wait till they find the right person. They want the person that they just talked to and got their number from, or got their number to, to be that person. Okay, and that's the problem. So that's why many of us are
1: in relationships that mm-hmm. are draining our peace that are affecting uh, our productivity, that, that's just not good for us. Like, because we aren't willing, either one willing or two able to forgo some of those uh, short-term convenience for the long-term goal. We started the conversation off saying, where do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And so if a health, that's not let's take manager off the table. I want to be, just say you want to be in a healthy, committed relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what let's just say that's what you want.
0: A healthy, committed, committed relationship. relationship.
1: We take a if marriage, you want to be married at some point, cool. But we want to be in a healthy, committed relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything else is based off of that. So can I can I build that with this person? Right. Do we believe the same things? We talked about religion. Like, do
0: we share that value? Where are we on education? All of those things. But how patient do we have to be? Like, you got to be super patient. Nobody wants to be patient. Because you're looking at this person on Shade Room is Baywatch and Goals. And everybody's going out with their boyfriend and girlfriend. And I've I've had a, a friend of mine who says, I'm not going to no more weddings looking at everybody being in relationships until I find somebody. So... It's like, okay, should I, should I go to the market and look for a girl who's got a shopping cart that only got one bag of rice, got one juice, one spaghetti sauce? That means that she's single, and I'm supposed to... It's like, what am I supposed to do? Now, I'm engaged, and I'm not on the market, but I'm just speaking for the people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis. Well, you're supposed to engage in a process. And so dating is a process.
1: And so, yes, that, that means it's going to be some rejection. It's going to be some disappointment, but that all comes with the process. Okay. Right, it's like, you know, it's just like you looking for a house, house, right, you're buying a house. And you go to one house and it fails inspection. Mm -hmm. And you go to another house and you look at it at nighttime and then you go back in the next day and it's like, ah, this neighborhood really isn't good or they don't have a good um, school district. Mm -hmm. But when you finally find a house that's for you, you don't go and say, oh my God, but all those other houses that didn't work, You just gotta go through the process till you find what works for you. For some people, that might take a little longer than others. But, let me ask you this, how important is your, your life?
0: And happiness, right. So you should wait, right? I mean, till you find the right person. You just can't just give up. Yeah, I mean, you should find, like, you gotta find a person that fits your lifestyle. Okay. And your life. So, when dating... Sex Let's talk about sex with dating Right When you're dating somebody You can date Just trying to figure it out Let's say two or three women Or two or three men And s- Does sex come into the equation While you're dating Or are we just trying to figure each other out Intellectually What do we say <laughs> I, how, to do you, right? how am I going to tell you that Okay So what about for you Well that's, that's my business. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great spin yeah okay so how has social media helped and deflated dating in the uh, black community right now? Well just in general,
1: I think and one of the ways social media has um, mm-hmm. negatively impacted relationships in general is that um, mm-hmm. many of us we fall so in love with the idea of a relationship that we forget the reality of it. Like relationships are work mm-hmm. and they require that two people are willing to work at love. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen like magic, uh, doesn't happen overnight. And so we see, you know, we see people on vacations and relationship goals and those are cool, but we idolize them so much so that we attach ourselves to people that don't fit that. And so I think social media has done that. I also think social media has been good in the, in the fact that it opens the world up and so it allows us the opportunity social media dating app website um it affords us the opportunity to increase and expand our dating pool whereas though normally you can only meet people in your town or in your neighborhood but now you can meet people from the east coast if you're on the west coast and so vice versa and so it does um afford us the opportunity to expand our dating pool a little bit so i think it can be good i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing i think we blame the internet and social media for things like like they got morals like it's a thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's what you do with it that that makes it good or bad
0: right <clears throat> i was reading something that they say that married married people shouldn't hang around single people and single people shouldn't hang around married people how do you feel about what do you think about that we got two um
1: sorry, on, the, on my live uh, Celibacy, we got two proponents for celibacy. Uh, so let me ask the two people that mentioned celibacy, is that um, just while you're dating or is that waiting until you're married? Uh, but we got two proponents for celibacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not against celibacy at all. I think that, again, each of us really has to uh, make a decision about how we want to live and how we want to conduct ourselves um, and then go from there. Uh, and then while they, we go ahead, which is that... Like,
0: I forgot my damn question Oh um, They say that single people Shouldn't hang around married people And married people Shouldn't hang around single people Because You're You're falling in love With the facade Of what people are telling you Like Hey I'm married A married person hang around single people Because you like Hey man this shit is popping I'm out here doing my own thing I can live my own life Do wherever I want to go And it kind of clouds your mind And be like Damn it I wish that I was single again So is that Do you agree with that? Or is it more willpower for that one specific person? No, I, I
1: don't believe that. I, I believe you shouldn't hang around people that don't share your values, period. Okay. Um, because I think single people, you should have good married friends. Like I have very, I have friends that are, have great marriages. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it allows me, somebody like me, I didn't grow up um, with that example growing up. And so it allowed, I've been able to be blessed to have relationships with people that have very, really, very open and real marriages. And it's helped me tremendously. So. Uh, I don't subside to that I think that people that don't excuse me I think people that aren't good for you work both ways mm. and it doesn't have to be that can be just a friendship as well
0: is there anybody on this live right now that want to ask Kev some questions um I see guys having their own internal conversations and I'm sorry I can't get to them um, cause you know we're having our conversation so if you got something that you want to ask um feel free to ask um Somebody said that marriage doesn't have a formula.
1: What does that mean? If they can if they can expound.
0: I'm trying to pay attention, but I can't see all of these questions because it you know y'all going in right now. Molly, let me get a new question or something.
1: Well the answer to the I think marriage Can have, have a formula But it has to be Unique to that marriage Okay And that's up to you And your partner To design And decide on
0: So within the shell Of their own marriage Whatever they do Is basically What they do It's yeah. not about If I agree Or if you agree Cause nowadays I feel like we use Opinions as facts And like our opinions For what we think Should happen Is coming from An unbiased Or a biased way Because we're not In their marriage You know what I'm yeah, saying In
1: general you know, Like relationship health you know, certain things apply to that, right? So, in terms of um, having empathy and communication, all of those things are are the same across the board. But in terms of what works for your specific household, um, that's between you and your partner to decide and work on.
0: Somebody said, uh, "B McFly, McFly, shout out to him." Does he believe in energy when people when when meeting people? When people meet, do you believe in energy? I Me, mean,
1: yeah. To an extent, I mean, like, I'm not a very, like...
0: Like, super, like, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm not, like, super university, but, I mean, yeah, I believe in... Uh, I believe people give off a vibe, and I, you know, I believe
0: in that. Okay, now, somebody asks when you're talking about your core values and things like that, would you date outside your religion? Um, I wouldn't. Why is that, if you don't mind? Well, just
1: because... It, it, okay, so you're talking about... we. Going from the theme, now we're talking about I'm going uh, from the aspect of I want to be in a healthy, committed relationship, right? Okay. And so it's my desire. Uh, my faith is very important to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it's my desire to be able to, to share that part of myself with my partner. Okay. Um, and so just that's just a personal. That's just my personal thing.
0: Right. I mean, do you think that it's possible? That I mean, of course you're gonna. I think I know what you're gonna say, but do you think it's possible for two different religions? I mean, because Religion is supposed to be everything. Religion is supposed to be a way of life. And if you go by the book of whatever book, it's supposed to be a certain way that you live. And it might not be the same for the other one. So, is that possible? I think it's possible.
1: I, I think it's possible. Um, I think I don't know how possible it is if you have... Somebody
0: say you become unequally yoked.
1: Well, I mean... I don't think that only solely applies to religion, though. Okay. Um, but I think it's possible. But I don't know how possible it is with two people that are... Um, that their faith is integral in their daily lives you see what I mean Mm -hmm. because it does influence the way you know could be what you eat or the day you worship all these other things Mm -hmm. so for me I just couldn't but again that goes back to each of us have to kind of make that determination for ourselves I've determined what my um, how my faith plays in my daily life like I know that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and so because I know that I know that for me that wouldn't work okay you
0: know what I mean all right. So one of the things that I talked about on my other podcast, Absent Dad podcast, is basically as what you were saying about intentions and basically paying attention. You know, how does a person, how does a, how does a woman treat her mom? How does she take care of herself? How does she take care of her children? Where are the baby fathers? Like figuring out these things before you get into a serious relationship where you become stuck in the cyclone. So is there some other things that you should look out for when you're like when you're dating, like some things that you think are really really prevalent. Yeah, I mean, is this person I mean, one? Are they consistent? Okay. I mean, and how do you find that out though? Are
1: they consistent? Do they do they say what do they um are they do they keep their word? Right. Do they are they uh, pursuing you? Are they you know? And I believe pursuit can be for both genders. Um, are they available? You know, do they do they say they're gonna do? Okay. Do you Are they honest? Are they respectful of your time and whatever your particular boundaries are? Mm. Like Those are the things that you have to identify uh, as you dealing with people before you kind of um, decide to invest yourself fully.
0: Okay, let's talk about money. Money in a relationship nowadays, you know, women deserve equal pay. I mean, if you do the same work as a guy, you should get the pay. But... I just feel like it's two things that are different. Like when a man has the money and he's making the majority of the money, things are different. And then when a woman makes more of the money, it's different. Do you do you see how it's like what do you think about money in a in a relationship? Should it be shared? We're talking about dating or just talking about like a relationship?
1: Uh a dating. I mean if we just date, I mean I'm not. Right. why
0: we share money? Right. So then what about relationships? Yeah, what works for yours might not work for mine. Right. So that's relative. So should a relationship be like can you judge a relationship like he's not a good guy for you because he doesn't have money? Like maybe a mom might say that. And you saying that that's still relative too. What do you mean? because he, he doesn't have money. He doesn't have This guy has all he has everything else that you might want. Mhm. But he just doesn't have money. He just doesn't make a lot of money. He might be uh, a a a car parker at a at a parking lot, but he has everything else you need. So well, what was like what's the, what's the
1: measuring stick though, right? And so what I mean is, like for instance, I got a question uh, that I'll probably answer at some point in my social media. I haven't um, did it yet, but somebody sent me a question um, saying, "Should is it okay to have salary requirements? Um, and there was a, a female, she was uh, asking that. And again, you able to have the requirements that you want, but I think that the bigger question is, do we, um, do we value money the same, right? So this is what I mean. Uh, what what is a lot of What is a lot of money? What is a little money? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of money to me is, is probably nothing to Bill Gates, right. right? And so how do we judge it? Mm-hmm. Okay, when we're talking about salary, you know, we live in a country where three three out of four Americans live paycheck to paycheck, right? Period. So whether you make fifty grand or one hundred and fifty grand, if you live in pay, if we both live in paycheck to paycheck, we're in the same boat. And so I think the big question is, what does what is this person? Do with their money. What does this person do daily? Like, what are their what are their current habits? That kind of can give you an idea of where this person is going. Is mm-hmm. there any ambition? Do are they do they plan? You like, see what I mean. Like, I think there's bigger conversations outside of just a physical piece of paper.
0: Somebody said, if he doesn't have money, does that mean he doesn't have ambition? Uh, that's a good question. I guess that's relative too. It depends on that person. Because somebody might not. I mean, might not have money, but they working hard and they trying to get to it. Or somebody just might not have money because they're just flat just flat out just being lazy. What do you think? Yeah,
1: like you said, somebody on my life said, are you financially responsible? Okay. Right? That's, so, that's, listen, that's heavy. That's, that's, listen, that's, that's listen, everything. I'm going to use myself as an example, right? Let's talk about these bags you got. So I dated this girl. Oh, okay. Uh, this is in my uh, my next book. <laughs> I'll tell you the story. Okay. Anyway, I was with this girl. Um, and, you know, eventually we got to the point where we're like, right, where's this going? Mm-hmm. And she was like, she basically, she got me out of there, right? She was like, look, sir, I can um, I'm not doing this with you, right? She's like, she ain't said, it, but that's what she said. Like, she basically like, look, I know, it. hey, I know you're building a career. You're doing this and you're doing that, and that's great. Um, I just think we're at different places in life, right? Did you believe her for that? Just
0: a couple years ago. Did I believe her? I mean, cause we all try to downplay what we really trying to say. Well, I
1: knew what she was trying to say. Sir, you need a book deal. Uh, no, you, you, like, you're you not making the money that I think you should be making. Right. Right? Okay. And so, which I think is fine. I think that for me, this was important to me. I know what success looks like for me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm also, at the time I was also self-sufficient. So meaning I don't need your money and we can go out and have a good time and spend my money. Mm-hmm. Like we can go out. We might not go spend five hours on dinner, We might spend $100 on dinner. Right. Right. I'm building a business. Right. Ain't got time to spend $500 on dinner (laughs) twice a a month. For sure. Right. Right. And so I think that each of us, again, it goes back to our values. Do we value money the same? Do we value success the same? If not, that's fine. But the ability to be able to identify that, I think it's key.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I just think, like, um, we just got to do better at figuring out what we want and stop listening to other people stop trying to you know do what everybody else is doing and figure out what works for us because we're going by a measuring stick that is not equal to how we really want to do stuff like you're being like you want, you on pause you, we 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 living from everybody else's lifestyle and it it really hinders us from doing what we really should be doing mm-hmm. uh my homegirl molly was just talking about it earlier about like being bamboozled throughout the course of your life to to be running around doing things that you really don't want to want to, want to be doing and i was reading the charlemagne's book um they were talking about the incongruences that we have where it's things that we initially want to do for ourselves but we go by the status quo of what everybody else is doing and we know it's wrong but we just can't fight the exterior because we got to be this brolic or be what everybody else wants. It's just like, you know, if you come up the street with, with flowers to give it to a girl, goddamn you was a sucker, man, that bitch is a whore, you don't, you, we don't do that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we have to sit down with ourselves and say, you know what, being corny, the idea of corny walking down the street holding your hand with your girl, that's corny in the idea of like how we do it in the black community, but... It should be done more often if that's what you really want to do. I don't think that you, I think we just need to stop being followers, basically, and just do what we want to do.
1: I mean large a lot a lot large majority of people are followers, but again it takes us to be able to um, do that self work to be able to realize, hey, what do I really want today? For sure. And again, it should change at some point. Most things. Now, your values. I'm your values remain the same. Right. But the things that you want, things that you want, the people that you think work for you, that might change over time, which is fine. But if you do ne- if we never take the time out to realize, I want this works for me. Hmm. This is what works for me. This is what makes me happy. These are the things that are important important to me. For sure. If we don't never take the time to ask ourselves and answer that question, then we'll always meet people that don't line up in one way or another.
0: <laughs> I agree with that. Um so what do you see most? Like what are the questions that people ask you the most that you think are like like that you think are easy questions that people shouldn't be asking or I know that's pretty vague yeah I, mean, I think
1: everything is valid i think the most common questions are you know um uh, why is it so hard like I, I got i get a lot of questions like why is it so hard for men to be consistent right um i, I don't think it's hard for men to be consistent i think
0: men that are gen, gen, people that are genuinely interested in another person are consistent okay um, say that say that one more time so i can process that because it hit me in a certain way men are consistent with basically who they want to be consistent with. Yeah. If I like you, then they're consistent. That's the same thing as people make time for what they want to make time for. Yeah.
1: Mm. To, an, to, the extent, to, to an extent. To extent. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um, so there's that, there's the question, you know, uh, or, or even the question, uh, when should we, um, when should we have the, are we exclusive time? Okay. Right. And so again, but, if now if you're looking at it from the lens of I already know what I want so I want to be in this relationship at some point all right so that kind of that you should always you should be if you shouldn't be dating somebody that you can't have transparent conversations with throughout the process okay like if I can't be honest with you about my wants and and, and what I'm looking for you somebody I shouldn't be dating anyway. right or you you might have a different agenda mm-hmm and so, if we can't be transparent about the things that we want and desire along the way, then that's a
0: problem. Hmm. So, somebody said men do what women allow. So, how... like If men do what women allow, should women, you know, nip stuff in the butt early? Because I have this analogy. It's like, if a relationship is all about a test. So, if I say, I'm out of here, bitch, and I'm looking you dead in your face, if she says she laughs then that means that that's a green light for me to call her out her name whenever i want to so how do women prevent men from doing the things that they do stop it right but how easy is that is that easy enough
1: well i think people that's
0: loaded right and so yeah
1: to to your man who wrote that comment yeah in in a way uh men do women allow but then the other side of that, certain type of man just don't do certain type of things. Okay. I never called a woman out of name in my life. Okay. That's just not me, it's not in my case, it's not in my character, it's not in my nature. So because of who I am, I'm order. I'm just not going to engage in certain behavior mm-hmm. because whether you would allow it or not, I, I just don't look at women or I just don't look at human beings that way. You okay. see what I mean? Right. And so, yeah, you're gonna come across some people that, yeah, they do what they allow, but there's something to be said, in my opinion, that even though you would allow this, it's not in my character to do
0: that. It says you set the standard and the tone for how you want to be treated and deserve to be loved. Absolutely. Well, I, yeah, you, you, you set the standard for how you want to be treated. Absolutely. Each of
1: us do. That's not, that's not a gender thing.
0: Right. So, your second book, we went out, for your second book, was yeah. Date Responsibly. Mm-hmm. Can you give me, like, an overall consensus of that book and why you wrote it?
1: Uh, it was basically... Um, it was kind of me
0: in the process of... Literally- oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. When this live go off in a couple of minutes, we're going we to turn it back on. Um, it was kind of basically me
1: saying... Um, this is, how, this is how you make responsible choices, right? So this is how you do it, right? you want to be intentional. You want to make sure a lot of things that we already talked about. You want to be able to point out what works for you, what's important to you. You want to always make sure you gain clarity in your interactions. Like, that's basically just that whole series.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So that was that. And then the book I did after that was uh, What I've Learned About Dating. Okay. Um, and that basically was me kind of articulating... Um, my experiences as I was going through the process.
0: Okay. So what's next for Kev Carr?
1: Um. Well, I did the. Uh, I just finished the first draft of uh, my next book, which is basically the written version of the TED Talk that I did last year. Okay. Um, it was called "Dating Is Dead." Um, so I would say that's immediately um, just kind of getting that done and ready to go. Um. then the rest You know
0: We'll see So on the TED Talk I mean Just you being up there You was Powerful And I posted a video today And you were saying that We blame Talk about how you said We blame Tinder for everything
1: Yeah we blame all these things Right like Oh Tinder is ruining dating How? It's just an abstract thing That we go on Okay And so Yeah it makes It does Make Things Um Maybe more prevalent. Like you might have to. The dating pool is now bigger.
0: Okay.
1: And so you got Tinder, you got Bumble, you got Hinge, and you got Match, and you got eHarmony, and you got Instagram, and you got Twitter, right? right? And so the date. So by by result of that, because the dating pool was bigger, yes, you might have to weed through more undesirable prospects than you would have have you just just by walking down the street. Okay. That just comes with the territory. Doesn't mean dating is is uh any worse than it was before like you know the funny thing is is that we always say like dating is, is never been as bad before. You know every generation before us has said the same thing. Right. Like every generation has said, "Oh my god, this dating is terrible." <laughs> but the reality is that just as for every generation before us, life has changed and evolved a bit, so has the dating habits. Mm-hmm. And many of us are kind of stuck in that place where it's like, I don't quite know what to do, mm-hmm. right? Like life is different now, right. and the reality is that, which is which is fine. It's just being able to um, accept that.
0: Can you? F- can you? Alright, so sometimes you might see a broken woman. You know she's broken. Is it okay to just leave her alone early? Like, you know what, I can't deal with this because I don't want to take on these problems. What do you mean, man? What do you mean? So all right, so you how do you break it off with people? That's basically the question. If something is not working, even though you want to be honest, you don't want to break somebody's heart by telling them why you don't want to be with them. Do you spin them and just say it's not working for me? Um, I'm not in a good place right now, or do you just be honest? Because what you don't like could shatter somebody. Like, this is not what he like. Yeah, I mean, about I it. think
1: you can be honest with people without without telling something without telling them something that's hurtful. Okay. I think that you know that's a part of communication. So I think that you can be. Hey, listen. You know, I think you're a great person, but um, yeah, I just don't think we're the best fit in the future. And so. So what if she say why? Because so then you got then you got a choice. He or she, you got you got a choice to make. If, we, if you want to um, divulge that, I think that some of that depends on the level of you guys' communication. We just met, and it's been like two, three weeks. Like I mean, I don't owe you all that. Right. Like this just doesn't work for me. I'm looking for something different.
0: But people look, you know, people need closure. I don't think you should leave people out in the corner without you know giving them an opportunity to yeah. know why you left them.
1: Yeah, but closure is overrated. If you never hear from me again, that's closure. <laughs> and so I'm not saying you ghost people. Right. But I think that you don't necessarily owe everybody a life story hey listen i think you're a great person um but you know i don't think we're a great fit together like i mean what that's
0: very self-explanatory so what is it that you don't like about me is it the next question that they might ask or do you expect them to all say okay
1: no i mean sometimes you might have a question again it's not that i don't like anything about you i just don't think i i just don't see us in a relationship or mm-hmm. us Going to the next level Or whatever I think you can communicate With people clearly Without uh, I'm not saying That you have to Not be honest with people But I think that You know You don't have to be Hurtful to people That you are uh, That don't work
0: So How do you I mean How do you feel about What are the trials And tribulations Of people dating Who have children
1: Well it's just I mean it's a lot Right You got You have more Than the person That doesn't Like you have to a person that has kids you gotta plan you gotta get you know i mean i don't know i don't got kids but you gotta get you, you know you gotta do parent stuff <laughs> <laughs> i
0: mean because people like when is it a good time to bring a person around my man or i mean when is it a good time to bring a, a man around my kids um and it just seems like a lot of times of the things that i hear that like baby dads start getting weird like you didn't want me all of this time but now that I'm, you know, eligible and talking to somebody, you care about it. You start doing things, and, and and then they come in trying to mess up what you got because of jealousy, envy, and you know all of those other things. Yeah. So, I guess I guess you like I don't have kids, so like.
1: Well, but but it's a challenge. It's another. We all are coming to situations with our own particular set of luggage, right? And so we have to navigate it the best way possible.
0: Right. That's true, brother. I think we only scratched the surface. I appreciate you for being here. I know that people are going to ask for a round two because, like, all of the comments that were coming through were, like, crazy. I couldn't even get to them. Um, I just want you to maybe, like, in the next six months or after the book come out, we can get back and do something else. Yeah, we can make it work. I appreciate you. This is Surface Thinking with Kev Car. sense is lazy, lazy, lazy.